Hi there, and welcome to Dork Wars, the podcast, your galactic hub for all things Star Wars. My name is Blake, and I'm here with two of the best hosts in the galaxy, the funny one, Wesley. What's up, dorks? And the elusive one, Grant. I'm back from the unknown regions. So today is Star Wars Podcast Day, February 7th, 2023. Does anyone know why it is Star Wars Podcast Day? I'll tell you why. Back in 1999, <laughs> the very first Star Wars podcast, Jedi Talk, um, began on February 7th. So February 7th, 1999, there are a ton of Star Wars podcasts paying homage to the one that started it all by uh, posting today, doing lives. So you can find a ton of Star Wars podcast content. So you can check this out on social media at Star Wars Pod Day. And on Facebook, just type in Star Wars Podcast Day. There's a, a list of all of the podcasts doing something. Woo! Star Wars Podcast Day. Woo! Let's get right into it. Now hear this. Now hear this. Now hear this. Now you hear this, whoever you are. So we, I guess I just got some news uh, breaking from Grant. I didn't even know that there was a new Mando trailer out, like a brand new one. Cause we got the uh, we got the two about what two or three weeks ago. When did this one release, Grant? This one released sometime uh, last week. Um, actually, no, it was earlier. Th- well, yeah, last week when you got when those episodes going live, uh, it broke through. Um, nothing groundbreaking on it, but uh, we did get some more shots of Mando throwing someone with the Force. So, I mean, there's there if you want to see that in another angle, uh, go watch. On someone with the force, Mando. Mm, I don't know. I don't like it. But there is speculation that we will be getting the last uh, Mando season three trailer this Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday. If nothing else, just watch for the fun commercials, eat some good food, and uh, let's see who wins the Super Bowl. Star Wars celebration will be happening in London this year, from April seventh to April tenth. I can't wait to see what comes out of this. I don't know how much I'm going to be able to tune in since it's, what, five hours in front of us? Well, actually, it might work out. Yeah, I'll be, yeah. We'll be able to watch it all day. <laughs> I'll be at work, which means I'll be at home watching it. Be on the lookout for that because we're definitely going to get some crazy news uh, this year at Celebration. I mean, right before Mando, should be getting some Ahsoka news, hopefully. I depend on Dork Wars to give me the latest Star Wars news. <laughs> As you should, Wesley, because we're going to be with you. Uh, I think we're going to do some lives that week. I think that would be great. Uh, maybe maybe yeah. uh, recap everything on the days that they happen for all of you folks out there. I think that would be cool. Yeah. I know me and Blake did one last year, and maybe we can uh, make it a continual thing this time. Yeah, maybe we can do one each day or... Maybe once or twice. We'll see. It actually went over really well because everyone, I guess, was so hyped um, for Star Wars that they they logged on and we had a, a hot chat, dude. It was great. It's fun time. So yeah, join that, us. That was like a fun one. April seventh through the tenth, we'll we'll do some lives in there and try to update everybody. Talk about all the Star Wars news. Star Wars Visions will be coming out in May after Mandalorian season three has concluded. Guys, what are we thinking here? I am super excited. 
Yeah, I'm super excited as well. Being a uh, anime fan and a Star Wars fan, it's like the best of both worlds. Yeah, that first season had a lot of great episodes, a lot of great genres. Not every episode was for me, but I enjoyed the majority of them. Yeah, Star Wars, the first season of Star Wars Visions was a big hit for a lot of people, so I'm sure that there's a big crowd excited for part two. Yeah, and I know that some people just didn't like any of it. Just anime and Star Wars. Uh, well, I think it's a good marriage. I think it comes together really well. And even those episodes I didn't care for, it was mainly because I didn't care for the animes they were kind of emulating. Um, cause I wasn't a big fan of like the Astro Boy one. I, I just, I just wasn't my cup of tea, but can't wait for season two. I think they've released the uh, titles as well. So go check those out. You can look those up online. I'm sure. Grant stops typing. <laughs> He's out. literally looking up now. Yeah. <laughs> I am looking up. up We're now. looking up the titles right now. I'm going to retract my last statement. We're just going to name the titles. Uh, uh, Sith is just one. Uh, Creatures Reach. In the Stars. I am your mother. <laughs> Journey to the Dark Head. The Spy Dancer. The Bandits of Galak, The Pit, and Ao's Song. Yeah, I, I, I think I think the one that was I Am Your Mother was kind of funny, but uh, overall, that's just a lot. Yeah, I Am Your Mother. It's got to be a Darth Vader-esque mommy out there. What a weird gender bend. I get Robot Chicken vibes from that. <laughs> Dude, do a do a, do an episode in ro robot chicken format. I mean, I know we have a ton of great Star Wars robot chicken material out there, but I mean, we could always use more. Dork Wars the podcast has a merchandise store. Merchandising. Merchandising. What's that? Merchandising. Come, I'll show you. Open up this door. We've got Dork Wars the T-shirt, Dork Wars the hoodie, Dork Wars the coffee mug. We even have Dork Wars the all-exclusive backstage passes to Star Wars Celebration 2023 in London. That is a lie, because if I had those, I'd be using them. And I'd probably take Wesley, because I love that guy. Woo! And he's yes. single, so no attachments. It's easy to get him away. I was say, you did say the all-exclusive backstage pass, so it excludes you from going backstage, so those might actually be around. <laughs> <laughs> The ones I got exclude us from nice. even getting on the plane to London. So, <laughs> But check out DorkWarsPodcast.com. There you can find our Facebook page, our Twitter page, everywhere that we podcast, Spotify, Apple Music, our YouTube channel link. Uh, of course, our merchandise store link. Anything that is Dork Wars, you can find on DorkWarsPodcast.com. So go check it out and get more Dork Wars in your life. You would not find our OnlyFans there. Oh, no, no, you will not find the Dork Wars OnlyFans. We have to, that's, look, just just message us on Twitter. We'll, we'll hook you up. <laughs> Dork Wars, the podcast, is part of the Red 5 Network. This podcast is a member of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts and content creators, visit bio.link slash red5. So, tonight, instead of doing uh, the Bad Batch, uh, uh, episodes, I guess it'd be, what, five and six we'd be doing tonight? Yes. 
Yes. We are going to yes. take a break from that for Star Wars Podcast Day, and I'm sure we will return to your regularly scheduled Bad Batch reviews next week. But tonight, we are going to be talking about the most influential events in Star Wars. Um, specifically, what each of us think is the most influential event in Star Wars. So how's that for Star Wars Podcast Day, baby? So Star Wars has a ton of events that one could call influential or the most important event in Star Wars history. The one point where everything just kind of turns on its head and makes the Star Wars universe what it is, you know? Um, we all know the story of Star Wars, Star Wars Podcast Day. Let's not be shy about it. Uh, if you're listening right now and you don't know the story of Star Wars, there's going to be spoilers for episodes 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, probably Clone Wars, Rebels, um, Bad Batch, Mandalorian. If it's Star Wars, it's going to be spoiled here. <laughs> so, Grant, uh, get us rolling, man. What do you think is the most important event, the most influential event of the Star Wars story? Yeah, um, so for me, and thinking it through, uh, the most influential event that really changed and set the Star Wars universe on the course that it ultimately went on is the death of Qui-Gon Jinn. Um, it, I mean, it, it really sets it up because uh, Qui-Gon was really set on training Anakin himself. And he said, I'll train the boy. And he made that perfectly clear to the council, regardless of what they said. He didn't care. He was going to train him. And uh, Obi-Wan as we saw in The Phantom Menace, uh, really didn't want to. He yeah. really didn't want to. He said, why, why is this, you know, this... Useless life form. For lack of a better word. Uh, yeah, why is this lower life form with us? <laughs> like, <laughs> why is he here? He's useless. And so Obi-Wan makes it pretty plain uh, during that movie that he does not care for Anakin at all. Um, and Qui-Gon Jinn is, you know, seen almost like a father figure to Anakin throughout the film. Um, and so, you know, Anakin, of course, uh, grows up without Qui-Gon because Qui-Gon gets killed by Darth Maul in The Phantom Menace. And so that changes the course of the entire plan that could have been of Qui-Gon training Anakin. And I think there would have been a completely different outcome if Qui-Gon uh, survives that encounter and trains Anakin up. And, uh, you know, it, we're looking at a completely Star different Star Wars universe. Um, and so, you know, thinking about that, Qui-Gon's such a, a big part of it, he sets it all in motion. Good answer. Yeah, that's, that's a great answer. That's good. Woo, that's good. Yeah, that is a great answer. And that's one I see come up a lot when you talk about the Star Wars story is Qui-Gon Jinn's importance. Qui-Gon Jinn may have been able to train Anakin the way that Obi-Wan couldn't or didn't. I don't know necessarily obi-wan couldn't maybe not they they form well, more of that brotherly relationship yeah and that's where i was really thinking of it far is he, he missed that father figure because you know he didn't have a father he only had a mother and you know not having someone to look up or having a mother to look up to but not having that father figure to really look up to and say that's yeah. where i want to model myself after um it, it certainly affected anakin uh and he had obi-wan which is basically like you said a, a more of a brother than than a father figure to him even Obi-Wan yeah. says so in episode three. So, And Obi-Wan was pretty troubled uh, growing up. I'm trying to, th I don't know about canon now all the way. Obi-Wan 
did not have a great beginning. He was almost passed over to be a Jedi. He trained and trained and trained, and no one wanted him to be their Padawan. And he, you know, he had his really? his love. Yeah, in Legends, he mm-hmm. he about didn't. Qui Gon Jinn had uh, one or two different apprentices before Obi Wan. Wow, um, one that fell to the dark side in Legends, uh, mm-hmm. and Obi Wan and Qui Gon have to like go take care of it. It's it's a really good story. But I think they've kept some of that in 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 the canon that Obi Wan was not the easiest um, apprentice to have. Like we see him in Episode One, and he's you know by the book ready to do what he has to do for the Jedi Order. But it did not start that way. So Qui Gon has the track record to to get the kids back on uh, back on track. Yeah, and if we think about it, um, we know from Clone Wars that Obi Wan had an attachment issue with uh, a certain Duchess. Um, sure did. And uh, ultimately, um, we know Anakin's fall to the dark side because of his attachment issue to a certain princess. Queen. Senator. Yeah, well, princess, queen, senator, uh, you know, everything in between, you know, royalty. <laughs> Regardless, he had an attachment issue, and uh, Qui-Gon had a track record of fixing that for Obi-Wan, so, uh, you know. So what do you think? You think Qui-Gon would have been like, no, young Anakin, smack her in the head or something. Like, dump her on the center floor. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I, I think been messed Qui-Gon would have been able... He, he would have been able to help him because, I mean, as we found out from the High Republic books, um, they were allowed to have intimate relationships as Jedi. They just weren't allowed to, uh, you know, hold on to attachment. It was just there for intimacy, and that was it. Yeah, and I, I'm glad Grant just mentioned, like, the High Republic because... You know, Qui-Gon, he kind of falls in that age category where he he comes from that golden age period and into this new Republic era. Um, and yeah, yeah I, I think. Tail end. I, yeah, tail end of it for sure. And, you know, if Qui-Gon was still around when uh, Obi-Wan was forming relationships with the Duchess, then I think he would have kept him focused, you know what I mean? And pre- prevented those kind of behaviors. Obi-Wan, hit it and quit it. <laughs> Use the force. Yoda's voice of, uh, word of the day. Mm. That was fantastic. <laughs> That's fantastic. So Qui- Qui-Gon's up here just making the matches like, hey, you, you have a good night with her, but uh, that's it. That's all you get, the one night. Yeah, I mean that is the father's role to say it, but the brother the brothers don't <laughs> talk about it, but the father tells them. <laughs> oh gosh, poor poor Padme. But um yeah, that just and that whole and, and think about it, it changes the whole texture of the story because when who's gonna protect Padme then? Is it gonna be Qui-Gon Jinn and Anakin? Is it gonna be Obi-Wan and some other person? You know, it's it really does set a difference. It's the butterfly effect. I guess you could say, well, what if Mace Windu went and killed Darth Maul or something? And yeah, that changes the fabric too. But, you know, this is something we can kind of point just a split second. If something very minor had changed, it would have changed all of Star Wars. Yeah, it's good material for Star Wars. What if? It is. We, we need to talk about a what if. We need to do some what ifs. I like what ifs. 
Well, I mean, I I think back to the Marvel What If series that they made. I'm like, make a Star Wars they, What If series where they you know, had these big points that we're going to talk about tonight and do it. They had a they had a comic series of Star Wars What Ifs, but Wesley, the most important moment in Star Wars event in Star Wars, what is it for you? There, there's several different ways to go with this answer. I'm glad Grant started with the prequel trilogy, and I'm going to stay in that trilogy as well. Um, I think that when Jar Jar Binks convinced the Senate <laughs> to give all the emergency powers to uh, Emperor Palpatine, I think that moment there had a, a lot of domino effects. Sure, if maybe maybe if he didn't convince the Senate, maybe Palpatine could have found other ways to go around it. But uh, from what we see in the films, I, I think that uh, and, and sorry, that's our podcast in particular. We're big advocates of you know George uh, exactly. So that that <laughs> kind of ties into that theory as well. Let's you know say sticking with canon as we know it, Jar Jar is not a Sith. I think that uh, I'm sure that. Palpatine had contingency plans upon plans to to get where he wanted to be to get the empire rolling. I'm assuming Jar Jar was the quickest and easiest, or there was something else that failed. Yeah, who knows? But I thought you were going to say, yeah, as soon as Jar Jar met Qui Gon and Obi Wan, it was all downhill from there, which could also be part of that. <laughs> um, <laughs> you can point that too. Yeah, yeah. It's just Jar Jar is such a, a funny character, though, because. You know, everyone thinks of him as a goofball, or they hate him, or he's Darth Jar Jar. But Jar Jar Binks is a major player in how things turn out in Star Wars. I mean, from being on the Senate and being the one to vote the powers to Palpatine, and he is a huge player. And it's funny, man. It's it's just that chance encounter in the woods with uh, Obi Wan and Qui Gon, where Qui Gon saves his life, and he ends up in the Senate. <laughs> <laughs> and that and that may have, and it may have been Palpatine's plan to do that. It, that may have been a part of it to get Jar Jar, who's so influential and so gullible, onto the Senate floor. At least I think he stepped into big doo doo this time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting point, Wesley. You know, uh, I hadn't really thought about it, and that also goes back to uh, the attack that he did on Padme to get her out of the way to get Jar Jar into that position. So it's just kind of yeah. like. It's very interesting to see and think about, okay, if Jar Jar doesn't do that, and he's like, Misha don't think this is a good idea. You know, where does that take us? Um, okie So, and, and the other, and with Jar Jar, it's just like, it's, he's such an intriguing character, like you were saying, and it's just, it, it's sad because we never get any closure with his story arc. He just kind of is in the Senate, and then we never hear anything else. It's like, okay, I want some Jar Jar closure. Dude, Jar Jar's <laughs> head's been put on a stake somewhere. Sounds like a job for the bad bitch. Experimental unit clone force 99. But yeah, do you guys think that Jar Jar's more of a plot device than he is a good character? Do you think that his kind of furthering the plot overshadows his character? I, th I think it does in movies two and three. Because in the first movie, he was a prominent character. In two and three, he's just a background character until he's like, Misa wants to give the Chancellor all the powers, or whatever he says. <laughs> I, I agree with that assessment, Blake. Yeah, I, I think he's just used as a tool to move the plot forward. 
And yeah, I, I think so too. But I think that's based on the reaction to his character from the Phantom Menace, where everyone was like, "Man, this guy sucks. Why is he here?" Um, they they didn't want that comedic relief. So, if any of you have ever seen Fanboys, and if you're listening to a Star Wars podcast on Star Wars Podcast Day, I'm sure you've seen Fanboys. But when uh, Seth Rogen's character has that tattoo, and for those who don't know, this movie takes place right before the Phantom Menace releases. And um, there's a guy at a uh, convention, and he's it's Seth Rogen, and he plays this character who's got a tattoo of Anakin <laughs> and Jar Jar Binks. And he puts it, and he rolls the sleeves up and shows him. He's like, this Jar Jar guy's going to be awesome. And, you know, <laughs> as everyone that knows, well. that's not the truth. Yeah. Well, this, that whole, that movie was made after, of course, the Phantom Menace released. Yeah. And, and it's to make fun of it, of course. It's, yeah. It's, still, it's funny. Hilarious, man. Oh, gosh. That, every time I think about Jar Jar, I think about Seth Rogen's fake tattoo on, uh, on fanboys. <laughs> For my most, influential, most important event in Star Wars history. It all comes down to that faithful day on Hoth, man. Luke and Leia lock eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. You hear Kenny G just start randomly playing in the background. The the fabric of their reality changes. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. That that would be weird. Um actually that would, that would be really You're right. weird. They played some Marvin Gaye in the back. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least their babies would be strong with the force and swim very well. So they could be <laughs> Mon Cal. They could, be, they could live on Mon Cal. Uh, <laughs> but I'm going to go back to the prequel trilogy as well. As much as I love the OT. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, interesting, right? You know, people give George Lucas a lot of flack for you know bad writing and dialogue and some plots being rushed in the prequels but he really did set up a lot of great points a lot of of great events that of course are supposed to lead into the original trilogy i mean that's the whole point of the prequels right and as great as the ot is that's the story kind of unfolding that's more of the uh reaction to the actions that took place in the prequels now the sequels they're just yeah, you know, we're going to leave them where they're at for now. Um, I noticed we don't know no what those are yet. Yeah, <laughs> we're still waiting for the sequels of the sequels to make the sequels actually make we're, sense. We're still processing. Right. We're still processing the sequels. <laughs> you know, we should do it. We should do a live a live watch along with the Dork Wars crew of the sequel <laughs> trilogy. You know. My favorite part is my favorite theory now is they're going to make a prequel to the sequels that are a sequel to the original, and that's going to be the new sequels, and then the sequels are going to be the sequels to the sequels. That's what the whole Mandoverse oh. is. That's the whole Mandoverse. <laughs> but anyways, I digress. My big most important point in Star Wars is Padme's death. Padme dying is what catapults the events of the original trilogy. Not the fact that Anakin couldn't save her. Um, it's the fact that she died. Because had she lived, I totally believe Anakin could have been saved from the dark side. And I'll tell you why. Oh. I'll tell you why. I've got, I've got receipts. Um, <laughs> when 
fast forward to the OT, fast forward to Return of the Jedi, Luke turns Vader back to the light side. He's able to do it through his compassion, through his his love for his father, his his ability to see the light within Anakin. And that was Padme. That is a trait he got from Padme. That was Padme through and through until she died. Until she died. She went to Mustafar to find out what was up with Anakin to try to get him to stop. She died on her deathbed. She was, is Anakin all right? She saw the good in Anakin and she would have continued to. And she would have been the one to draw out that Anakin out of Vader. She would have drawn out the light side. She would have instilled that back into him long before Luke had. Especially, you know, she had the kids. Vader's Vader's got mom and the kids at home. You know, Padme never would have stood for what Anakin did when he became Vader. She would have never stood for for any of the uh, atrocities that he committed. So something would have had to give. Yeah, and um, I I like that you went with this one because uh, I've seen a a recent prequel meme uh, has been where uh, it's Obi-Wan staring down at Padme on her deathbed and she's like, I'm dying of a broken heart. And he's just like mind tricks her. It's like your heart's not broken. You're fine. And she's like, "Oh, I'm fine," and lives. And so it's just like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why did you do that, yeah. Obi Wan? <laughs> yeah, that that's uh, that's a funny a funny meme. <sighs> um, but anyway, it, it really is an important moment. It, it did set it did set um, Darth Vader or Anakin on that course um, because you know first thing he says when he wakes up from you know being uh, turned into a machine is like. Where is she, basically? Where's Padme? And uh, the Emperor takes much joy in saying, Is Padme safe? Is she all right? No! It's so weird. That's an awkward no. <laughs> that's really, that's a really awkward It really way is. Like, dude, we, we get it. She's gone. Go cry like a man. <laughs> Well, he did, and he Go cry destroyed all the medical droids that just made him live. I I think that her, and this is much like Jar Jar, actually. I actually have a Jar Jar-esque take on Padme, because Padme in the first movie is great. You know, you don't know who she is for most of the movie. You don't know she's the queen. In Attack of the Clones, that is her best. She is the best. For people who don't like Attack of the Clones, and I do, I like Attack of the Clones. I don't hate it um, like some people do. But Padme really. I hate sand. (laughs) Yes, yes. The 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 romantic moments in Attack of the Clones are kind of cringy, but they were supposed to be. Man, Uh, Anakin is a teenage boy. Teenage boys are cringy. I don't care if, and he's never had to talk to women. Like he's been sheltered by the Jedi his entire life. She noticed how much he had grown since the last time (laughs) (laughs) she saw him. My Anakin. Oh my my. You've grown. <laughs> and I got taller too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I think that Padme really was a weak character in episode three. I could not stand Padme in episode three. Seems like she took a back seat to any, any anything that Anakin was doing. She was just there to be like his yes woman, you know? Yeah. She, she lost a lot of control and influence over him. So I, I, I think that's part of this. Yeah, that, that's part of uh, Anakin's confliction of how he changed and he wasn't listened to the people closest to him. Yeah, because it, 
And Attack of the Clones, she's so strong-willed. I mean, even in, in Clone Wars. I mean, she's just, you don't mess with Padme. And then in the third movie, she's like, has love blinded you? Are you blinded by the fact that you love me? And I, I'm ugly and I'm stupid. And oh my God. Like, and I know she's pregnant. I mean, I get it. I get it. But it, it's, it, was, it was a little much. You know, it was a little much for me. Um, she, and I hate it. I hate it what it did to her character because she was such a great character. And it just seems like she took the back seat. Now, there are deleted scenes in episode three where she's trying to, to get a bunch of um, systems together to sign a petition to get Chancellor Palpatine to give up his powers. And that would have been incredible. I wish they would have left that in there. I knew it would have been a long movie, but who cares? If it's a good movie, I don't care if it's long. But I just feel like kind of like Jar Jar we were talking about earlier. She, she just was kind of more of a plot device in episode three. But her death definitely put Anakin over the edge. I think he was redeemable and he was, he was still redeemable after that. It just, it just took him finding out he had a son. If Padme would have stayed alive, Anakin would have come back from the dark side relatively quickly. Would have never, I don't think he would have even fought Obi-Wan. I think we would have had like a full powered Anakin and he would have killed Palpatine eventually. I, I think that's more of a stretch because uh, he he was about you know choking her and he only stopped because Anakin or because everyone came out. They would have fought still. Anakin still being a machine, but you know he he would have turned to the light side. I think after getting all his limbs cut off, um, I think Obi Wan was really just trying to make a person with how many limbs he cut off. You know what? You're, you're right, Grant. They still would have fought. They still would have fought. Anakin may have still. Been- I don't know. Yeah, he would have. He would have still became Vader. No, I, I agree with you actually. There, so we wouldn't have had a fully powered Anakin, but he's still like ruthless. And you think, yeah, get Vader to switch sides, Obi Wan, Yoda, Vader versus Palpatine. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oof, oof. Then I think it would have been Anakin on that island all those years that uh luke was on for like the for the the new sequel trilogy yeah i think because no, i think no. I, I think he let, would he would have stopped that <laughs> he would have gone to isolation to to find himself this has been a great episode no of he will say come here padme i need lovix <laughs> but yeah. no uh the, the, funnily enough uh the uh revenge of the sith i think actually has a couple other moments that really could have been really impactful um honorable mentions. going back to my favorite moments um yeah honorable mentions here just because you know we want to make sure that we have enough podcast material we're at 37 minutes recording that's it so <laughs> star wars podcast day wow <laughs> yeah uh honorable mentions from that movie though uh the revenge of the sith really really is uh when mace windu says uh you're not on the, you can sit here but you're not on the council uh, that's mm. really a defining moment too, uh, because that's when Anakin really starts to get the hatred towards the Jedi. Nah, dude, he hated the Jedi before then. Dude, Mace Windu was a butthole to it. Anakin mm. from day one. Like day one. <laughs> do you realize how how a nice smile and a good morning would have went? Yeah, I mean, he, he saw this punk kid walk in front of him and the council. <laughs> yeah. If it wasn't for Mace Windu, dude, I think Anakin would have stayed to the light side. I don't think he would have even even considered. He would have got the training he needed. Just I think Mace Windu should have took Anakin on as a student. 
Man, you know, if uh, if Mace Windu had gone to those mandatory uh, self-help classes and helping other classes that the council ordered him mm-hmm. to go to, it would have been a completely different story. Good old Mace Windu. Man, and even, even watching Tales of the Jedi, like, <laughs> it makes me not like Mace Windu even more. Like, I, I hate Mace Windu more than I hate Dooku at this point. Is that bad? Wesley, are you still on the outs with Mace? You guys, have you reconciled? Or I hate Mace Windu. I really do. Like Not you. I was talking like, to Wesley. Yeah, he's awesome. <laughs> I'm sorry. I left him in 2022, baby. <laughs> Before we wrap up, though, quickly, I'll, what's, what's, this, what's your favorite funny Star Wars moment? Because there's... There's definitely funny Star Wars moments out there. Mine is probably, hey, hey, Babu Frick. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah. The sequel trilogy is funny. I like the sequel trilogy for that. The sequel trilogy needed that comedic relief that the other two trilogies really didn't. Babu Frick needed, needed to be in all three movies. We missed out. <laughs> we need Babu Frick, the Star Wars story. I was like, for me, I think the funniest mo- uh, moment for me is uh, now this is pod racing. <laughs> oh, my God, it's so awkward. And Force was like, yeah, Woo, this is pod, pod racing, racing for 20 minutes. <laughs> but have you heard of riot racing? Now, riot racing, I actually like a lot better. <gasps> this is oh, not man. pod racing. Oh, my Grant. That's why you're that's why you're not a millennial. We needed you. Yeah, we need you on that last episode. Yeah. Dude, I mean ride racing was cool. I mean anything went I mean anything went in pod racing, but it was shorter. It didn't need to be 20 minutes. And it wasn't 20 minutes. Shut up, Grant. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Grant. Stop talking. Pod racing is superior. I wish they would have brought back. Anyway, no, that's a whole different podcast. We talked about this last time. Oh gosh. We'll have to we'll have to get into the uh sports of Star Wars. Uh, debate at some point that'd be fun <laughs> mm-hmm. i, I like the star I've wars asked... chess <laughs> they play dude oh I yeah like oh, wars chess. That's, where is that what's the name there has what's to be an actual name? version of it it's a sport okay i can't even remember <laughs> we're going to start a star wars chess league the thing that empire strikes back like if we look at just the original trilogy empire strikes back has a lot of humor in it with with Harrison Ford and and his girl uh, Leia, I was going to go at a completely different angle. I was going to I was going to say smug Luke after kissing Leia in front of him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that is a good one. You know what? I'm taking that. I got that a bed like, yeah, I just kissed my sister. Nope. That, yeah, that's mine now, Grant. I'm stealing that one. He was. He was so happy, dude. It's like you could tell. Like he had been waiting for that since the. Uh, you know when they in a New Hope. When they take the uh, the grapple and throw it over the pipe and they swing and she gives him that kiss on the cheek. You can tell right then he's like, oh yeah, I'm going to be a, a Jedi in the streets and a Sith in the sheets with this one. And here comes Empire Strikes Back. And he finally, she lays one on him. He's like, oh yeah. And then look, and he does this weird tongue thing where he's just kind of, it's like he's, it's like he's milling it around in there. And I'm like, dude, you know. How much DNA is crossing right now? You know how much DNA is just like bouncing off itself in there? Oh gosh. Yeah, with 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 the hindsight of uh, brother and sister and how <laughs> smug he is in front of Han with that, it's just 
It's so funny. It's so gross, but it's hilarious. So go on to our TikTok and check out uh, Yoda's Last Laugh. And you'll know it's, it's the title of the video. And you go look at that because it's Yoda on his deathbed. He says, Luke, Luke. And then Luke comes in. Kiss your sister, you did. And then, <laughs> then he, and he just stops, and there's that thought bubble, and he comes in. Oh, it's funny. So go go check that video out. Throw some likes on it. It's it's funny. If that was really the scene in uh, Return of the Jedi that we got, that would be my favorite. <laughs> Take that back. I do like C three PO pretending he's a god, pretending mm-hmm. he's a golden deity. That is pretty hilarious. Especially Han's uh, response was like, if they see your royal highness, how about that you ask them to let us down? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's telling the story about, oh, Luke Skywalker. And then Darth Vader. Ooh. And he does the lightsaber sound. He's telling the, the events of A New Hope. This star. Oh, that's great. It's great stuff. Yeah. You know, that gives me an idea for a new episode type. Uh, uh, we tell Star Wars stories like C-3PO. And then no one would understand it. Not even us. Well, that's the fun part. We just sit there and say whatever we want and see how funny we can make it. In Iwakanese? Is that, is that the language? Iwakanese, Japanese, Iwakanese? English, whatever <laughs> language we want. He speaks seven, he's fluent in seven billion forms of Six communication. Billion. Six billion forms hey. of communication. No, no. They found some more on the outer rim, so he uh, got reprogrammed. Nah, there's only six. And the, and the one that he's not allowed to speak is the Sith language. They prohibited that. You know, how did Anakin know about, this, about the not Sith language know. when he was a kid? Not even know. I think we're meandering now. We're, we're definitely... We are. We're way off. And we have strayed so far off path. I think this is a good time to bring in Master Yoda for the word of the week. There is more knowledge here than anywhere else in the galaxy. Mmm. Star Wars Podcast Day. The word of the week is. <laughs> and there Yoda goes again, making multiple words the one word of the week. Um, you're getting really good at that, Master Yoda. Yes. Do what I want, I will. So, were you on Jedi Talk way back February 4th, 1999? No, no, not invited was I. Travis Day was. So are you like on any other Star Wars podcasts ever or just here? Hunt you guys I do. One of my favorite pastimes it is. Well, that's comforting to know. Um, no, wait, one moment. Honorary mentioned this is. Hit it and quit it. <laughs> As <laughs> Master Qui-Gon once said. Uh, <laughs> are you changing what the word? Are you, are, yeah, are you cha- are you changing the word of the week? Yes, as I said, do what I want. I can. So what Master yeah. Yoda is saying is, uh, he hit it and quit it with Yaddle. Oh, discuss this. I cannot. All right, Master Yoda. Well, hopefully we don't find the big reveal out in Mando season three coming out. Look at that. Look at there. We just stuck that right in there. Hey. Yeah. Mm, I took it back out. Quit it, we did. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. All right. Well, before this becomes a show that families cannot listen to, this has been another great <laughs> episode of Dork Wars, the podcast. 
thank you guys for joining us on Star Wars Podcast Day. Go check out all the other Star Wars podcasts today. Show them some love. And you can find Star Wars Podcast Day on Twitter at Star Wars Pod Day. So check them out. And check out Dork Wars the Podcast. You can find us at DorkWarsPodcast.com. There you can find everything Dork Wars, all of our links. And we hope you do. Comment. Share our stuff. Go check us out on the social medias. We love talking to you guys, the listeners. So thank you, everyone. Happy Star Wars Podcast Day. And may the Force be with you. Thank you for supporting Dork Wars the Podcast. You can check us out on Facebook.com forward slash Dork Wars the Podcast. And if you would like to join in on the discussion or maybe suggest topics for us to discuss, please do so by joining our Discord community or sending us an email at dorkwarspodcast at gmail.com. This has been a Eensy Weensy Teeny Weenie production.